Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We've made it. Mandalay Bay Convention Center, Super Bowl 58, the Maggie and Perloff show on the road. We've done it, Perloff. Yeah, nothing says Vegas like being in a, an empty room <laughs> in the middle of the morning. Come while, on, theater of the mind. There's yeah. showgirls here. There's yeah. slot machines, no, sort we, of. We walked here, and there were wild people straggling past us yeah, uh, from last night in Vegas who are still actually in the middle of their night while we're going to work. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it does feel very Vegasy. This is going to be a unique Super Bowl. Slot machines on Radio Row, I never thought I'd see the day. Those literally exist right at the entrance. But we'll get more into what Vegas has been like since we arrived yesterday. But we've got a lot of Super Bowl stuff to yeah. get to. And one big show disagreement that I don't know if there's a, a right answer to, but I know you and I are on different sides yeah. of this, which is the Kansas City Chiefs, and are they closer to America's team right now, or are they closer to the villain of the NFL right now? And those are two very extreme positions to take, yet I think you and I see them as two in two totally different lights. Why are the Kansas City Chiefs becoming villains? There is not a single thing that is unlikable. I think if people dislike the Chiefs, they're just looking for things to dislike because they have the most likable quarterback, the most likable coach, the most likable tight end who's dating the, the most popular musician. What is, the, what is the downside with this team? Explain it to me, Maggie. Okay. Why are people going after them? Well, if you were going to put up a poll question, and I'm sure we will at Maggie and Pearl, are the Chiefs closer to America's team or the villains of the NFL? I think this is their villain phase. They have crossed over into villains. You know, these things kind of go in ebbs and flows. And right now, they are the villains of the NFL. And here's a couple reasons why. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, we all agree, amazing quarterback of this generation. Yeah. We're not taking anything away but the six straight AFC championships this would be the third Super Bowl win in five years this is the type of success that is going to bring you a backlash whether we love you or yeah. whether we despise you Steph Curry went through it Tom Brady went through it it's really a badge of honor but it does happen well Tom Brady went through it because he cheated and Tom Brady was also a bit standoffish and competitive and Tom Brady had a lot more going on. Patrick Mahomes, first of all, he's super nice. He's a family man. He throws the ball left-handed, no look. He's a magician. Yeah. On, he is the, he's like the Steph Curry of football. Like He's the most entertaining player to watch. Uh, and also, to his credit, he's actually changed his game to help the team this year, let them be more a defense run team. In many ways, I feel like he's the perfect player, but I get the sense out there he's annoying people. Well, there's <laughs> it's, it's not just him. Um... I mean, listen, the persona is manicured. It's not overly manicured. This is Russell Wilson we're talking about where it kind of feels like everything is a little bit staged. How is it manicured? Well, 
I mean, just like any star quarterback, you know, you have to control your image a bit. That That's not really where I'm getting at. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple other reasons why the NFL and why the Chiefs, rather, are the closer to the villains of the NFL yeah. than America's team, which is what we're talking about here. I think there's an idea out there. There's just an oversaturation with the Chiefs. And the Taylor Swift-Kelsey relationship has put this on a rocket ship. When you win as much as they do, you already are going to get attention. This is actually one of the great things about the NFL, I think. Market size means nothing. And the most famous team can be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. One of the most popular teams can be in Buffalo, New York. It does not matter where you are. And I think Kansas City is not one of the big, huge markets. It's not New York or L.A., but they get so much attention, rightfully so, because we're heaping this praise on them. And then, of course, the fame aspect of this just got put on 11. There's another reason why I think people believe that the Chiefs are closer to the villain than they are to America's team. I think there's an idea out there that the NFL wants this so bad, that they've wanted this so bad. They only want the extra eyeballs from Taylor. They want a dynasty. Dynasties are great for sports. You create this real obvious king of the mountain and everyone's trying to take them off that perch it's so easy it's 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 black and white this is the best team in the nfl no question and i think there's an idea that the nfl just Ah. wants this so bad i think a lot of fans would say all right now i want someone to take them down but okay this nfl wants them yeah you're getting into conspiracy theories that uh that and i'm telling you not you necessarily this just i feel like i'm seeing this in public oh the nfl is going to give the chiefs a bunch of calls and we all joke about that, about the NFL being a script, right. and they have a certain idea that they the want NFL to The NFL jokes about it. They made yeah, a whole commercial about yeah, it. Yeah, but in reality, if there haven't been egregious calls that have gotten the Chiefs here. They've, uh, they've obviously completely earned their spot here, so there's been no script writing. And I hear you. Like, I joke about that myself. I'm yeah. like, oh, there they go, getting Taylor to the Super Bowl. But the reality is it's just a joke. No, they I, didn't have to. The Ravens played an all-time bad game. <laughs> they didn't well, have no, to do any bad calls. I don't know I mean, about there were a couple bad calls. Yeah, I think they... No, I, I think the Chiefs won that game. I don't yep. think the Ravens lost that game necessarily. But regardless, though, I think the Chiefs have obviously earned their way here. They have not, like, sort of been screenwriting their way along here. So everything you're saying, I understand it. And I do think, like, I do... I think there are people out there who do think it's fixed. I think there are people out there who think there's too much of the Chiefs. They're in yep. our face too much. But... I, honestly, I, I just think it says something about the sporting public that there are a bit of, not you, but there are a bit of haters out there. Yeah, there ha- I mean, listen, there's a lot of hater aid, as they say, <laughs> in the atmosphere, which is ridiculous. We should appreciate the Chiefs for being this great team no. with this creative offense and this amazing quarterback. But what are we doing here? Why can't we just love this team? No, I, I, I think there is a time when you're on the come up. When people do love you. Right, like three right. years ago with the Chiefs. Yeah, where you're scratching and clawing and, you know, you're just not exactly sure, right. okay, are they going to be able to do it? And then, you know, also they go to a Super Bowl and lose to Tom Brady. And Tom was really the story of that seventh, yeah, his yeah, seventh yeah. Super Bowl, the Tampa Super Bowl. That was not really a Mahomes thing. So then how can you get back and you have to fight with Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and all these great quarterbacks? Now, this is a credit to them. They vanquished all comers. I mean, they they mm. took out everybody. They would take them out at home, except for Burrow, that one season. They take them out at home. They did it on the road. And we do heap so much praise. Like, this is the, this is the problem sometimes with these conversations. I love having them. Don't get me wrong. 
But you'll get mm. people who will say, why are you guys so negative in the media? Yet when we say, well, Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT or could be the GOAT in catching Tom Brady, like, well, why are you putting Mahomes in with Brady? Like, no one yeah. no one loves the conversation where we're overly praising these guys either because they'll say Patrick Mahomes hasn't earned that yet. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. But uh, and I, I see it, it all adds up to the villains. I see it with LeBron James too. I mean, I think his success has been resented. I saw it with Brady. Yep. Uh, but there's Steph just Curry a, for sure. I I don't know why. I just think this Chiefs team is particularly, in my opinion, hard to dislike. Partly because it's not just Mahomes; it's Andy Reid. I mean, he is like America's coach in a way. Andy Reid is close to 100% like. There's no doubt. You want to know what? I, I got to be honest. I know he has yeah. a long history in Philadelphia and yeah. has a successful history there and then coming to Kansas City. I don't know if I feel like I really know Andy Reid. No, he will never let you know. Exactly. So, but, are there But that's other- good. <laughs> Okay, sure. I mean, when I think of him as this figure in the NFL, and we're talking right now about the Kansas City Chiefs, are they closer to America's team? Are they closer to the villains of the NFL? With the Andy Reid component, doesn't really factor into me as much. I think people were happy for him when he won his first Super Bowl because he got so close in Philly and fell short. But now, I I don't really get a sense I know this person. I, I feel like he's sort of a teddy bear. Uh, I think he's in these commercials now. You've seen a new side of him. I think you might not know him, but I think generally you like him where, funny, on the flip side, I think Kyle Shanahan is a little edgier. Mm. Kyle Shanahan, you hear things, if you read enough, a lot of players have problems with him because he's such a disciplinarian. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is as likable. And that's not taking anything away from his coach. He's an incredible coach. But I feel like Andy Reid, if you ever hear an ex-player talk about Andy Reid, it is so positive. It's like he is just cares about his players. Yeah. Uh, he tries to do the right thing, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and to be able to, that's a tough needle yeah. to thread to be yeah. able to do that and hold your players accountable. Yeah. You know, like that was something Belichick was always holding people accountable, but he would come across as, you know, aloof, strict, he, all that. I think Shanahan has that a little bit as well. Well, Belichick was not holding his players accountable off the field. Well, right? that's true. Famously with Aaron. That's true. Where, you know, and Andy Reid also has dealt with a lot of that's true. character issues. You know, he brought in Michael Vick after the dog fighting. Like, he's not afraid of that. Anyway, I, I just think there's a lot to like about Andy Reid, Patrick Williams. And let, well, let's talk about Kelsey for one second, too. Yeah. What is there to not like about Kelsey except for dating Taylor Swift? Well, Before that, he was at 100. Again, we're talking about are the Chiefs closer to America's team? Or are they closer to yeah. the villains? This Kelsey's story yeah. is what come, is almost the same as Mahomes with a little twist. Kelsey's story is the success. Yeah. The question of how is Travis Kelsey still open is going to be one of the great <laughs> <Yeah>. mysteries <laughs> that goes down with, like, where's Amelia Earhart's plane? And, like, you know, is there a Bigfoot? Like, how is this how guy still times, open? How many times, as you're a Bills fan, have you screamed at the TV, what, there's a eight-foot pocket. He's just sitting there. There's no one on him. Who else are you going to throw to? What are you, double-teaming Rasheed Rice? Get on Kelsey. <laughs> it's just been, it's... It's amazing. It's like a, the eighth wonder of the world, how Kelsey's open somehow in the middle yeah. of the field on third and eight. <laughs> well, it was funny. The first touchdown against the Ravens, I was shocked that Kelsey made that contested catch. I'm like, wow, he was actually had a guy on him for the first time <laughs> ever. Right. It was someone e- on his hip. Ever. Uh, you're right. But So, Kelsey, uh, yeah. the, the, it's the success that, that breeds the contempt, just like uh, with Patrick Mahomes. And then, listen, when you enter into a relationship with somebody who is as famous as his girlfriend— it's you are immediately going to turn some people off, right? Be, yeah. Especially when it's another when it's an artist. But, okay, why? I think there are going to be people who like her and people who don't, and then you, like she and him, kind of get globbed together. You yeah, know, there's especially a, because she's more famous. Like Joe DiMaggio could date Marilyn Monroe because he was the Marilyn Monroe of the male side, right? So for him, he's sort of 
Travis, no offense to Travis, is batting up here. You know, this is dating Taylor Swift, I think, is more complicated for him. Is it similar to dating a Kardashian? Do we dislike players because they date Kardashians? Well, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but I think people at least respect that Taylor has some talent. Nobody's sure why the Kardashians are famous outside of, you know, the the obvious assets that are coveted by most of most men. So there's sort of like, I think. Maybe even if you don't like her, you don't love her music, I think you still acknowledge that she's got talent. I mean, she literally yeah. won Album of the Year last night at the Grammys. It's not a, a fluke. <laughs> album of the Year for the Grammys? You know she's how not like her. an Instagram influencer. She's out there writing songs. Album of the Year at the Grammys? I'd like to see the pop crap that's won that award over <laughs> the is, last 25 years. This is when years. Perloff goes counterculture. Oh, my God. Counterculture. The Grammys is ridiculous. Anyway, besides, here's it's all adding up to, I guarantee this week, we're going to be in Vegas. It's going to be a. I think there's going to be a growing tidal wave of animosity and rooting against the Chiefs, which is so weird to me because, again, they just seem like this nice guy team. And it almost feels the other thing, too. Uh, I know we're on in San Francisco. Yeah. That the Niners are the other team in the Super Bowl, that it's about the Chiefs, which is probably good for the Niners. I think they like this position. Yeah, I mean... I might disagree with you there. I, I think this is big for the Niners. You have the Purdy story, yeah. which has become... I mean, one of the hot button issues in sports right now, like what is the actual level of praise and skill that we should apply to Brock Purdy? You know, what's where does he fall on this sort of elite, not elite spectrum? And then also we love these kind of underdog stories. Tom Brady, when he first won, Kurt Warner, when he Mm. won, Russell Wilson, I guess, even even though he was a fourth round pick like or third. we like the guy who comes out of nowhere. So I think San Francisco, this is this I think they are they are a worthy foe here and have just as many cool stories. I hear you, but I think we're in sports. I think for the rest of the world, the shadow of Taylor Swift and the Chiefs is gonna overwhelm everything else. Another reason why they're the villains. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why it's like I just had this image of uh, you know, Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back when the gigantic ship comes over the small <laughs> planet yeah. and shade comes everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't I think San Francisco is probably thrilled about this. They probably don't want this spotlight. Considering they're favored in the game. Yeah, it's a I, rare place to be in where you're favored and you're maybe not the headliner. Well, you mentioned Tom Brady and the Bucks played the Chiefs, yep. and the Chiefs were the other team, and that's, that's the world of Tom Brady. It, it's it's nothing against them. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But I say Chiefs should be America's team, not the villain. But I think that the villain's going to win that poll if we put it up. All right. EJ is here with us. Of course, we don't do anything without EJ. So obviously he's going to be our right-hand guy here in Vegas. Oh, yeah. We did dinner last night. It was great. Awesome. We went to Jim Rome's spot, actually. It's not really his spot. It's a spot he's been talking about on his show for the last you know, 15 years, Javier's, yep. our pal Sully, his wife Schmoopy, and wined us and dined us, you know, took us out. Well, not so much wine. Dine. <laughs> yeah. And now we're here. Villain or America's team, where are the Chiefs closer to? Villain, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think at this point, the, the Taylor Swift effect, honestly, the Patrick Mahomes effect a little bit. I think people, you know, between the whining that happened with the Bills game where, you know, he was upset that yeah, they he, called that 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 offsides and he goes up to Josh Allen. He's like, oh, you know, that was a BS call. Like, I just think people, they don't like winners. and They don't like people who win a lot, who are, you know, championship caliber, who are there all the time. You get tired of them. I think that a lot yeah. of people have a, a Chiefs fatigue. Are, are they winning gracefully is a question. That's another one, too. You know, I think it started last year, too, a little bit. I know Kurt Perloff said that, you know, Kelsey was uh, this guy who was likable. But I don't know I'm, I don't know if a lot of people love that jabroni thing with, uh, with the mayor of Cincinnati. Like, 
It came off a little pretentious. It came off a little oh, arrogant. Yeah, but you're forgetting Donna Kelsey and the love fest and hugging yeah. him afterwards. That was big. He's pretty down to earth. I mean, that's why I think Taylor likes him. He's He doesn't put on a lot of airs. That's why his podcast is popular. No, I, I see what you're saying, but we didn't we didn't hate Michael Jordan, like did we? That was the one. I don't, Some fan bases, I think, did, but really, Michael. But I feel like everybody was a Michael Jordan fan, and but well, Mahomes should get that too. Okay, well, you can think that Mahomes is the Jordan of the sport, which we've talked about, yeah. but on the whole, kind of think that the want to see the Chiefs get knocked down a peg. Yeah, I you hear can that. you can still be there. Why don't we put this up on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl? Are the Chiefs closer to America's team or the villains? Obviously, you know, the Cowboys. Are they still America's team? That's a whole other uh, well, that's the thing. They, I, they have such a stranglehold on America's team. I mean, honestly, I'd say the, the Cowboys are the third biggest story of the week, and I don't even know what's going on with them. <laughs> Just blanket <laughs> statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah America's team, I, I think, is going to be a hard title to take, but the Chiefs had five of the ten most popular games this year. They matched the Cowboys, so they're, they're getting up in the ratings. People love a dynasty because they can hate them and love them, so that's good for us, right? I mean, root for the Chiefs because we can, you know, your Bills, they keep losing to them, but yeah, the more Super Bowl rings they get, the more exciting it's going to be when the Bills eventually knock them off. <laughs> I, I do think one interesting thing about this villain versus America's team thing for the Chiefs is does it help their case for being America's team that they don't have a lovable team they're facing in the Super Bowl? Like, when you look mm-hmm. at the 49ers, are they this yeah. team that America really wrapped their arms around? Yeah. seems like half of America thinks that Brock Purdy should be bagging groceries somewhere and not playing <laughs> quarterback. And I don't know if you look at their players. I think people like Christian McCaffrey, maybe they like Kittle, but they're not necessarily. I think a lot of people wanted to see the Lions last week, right, or two weeks ago. So yeah. um, I wonder if that will actually help them in terms of not feeling so much like the villain in this game. You know, we'll get into the 49ers side of this next because I've got a thought on that, and I think it's the total opposite. But we'll get into all that because – it's Super Bowl week, guys. We're here, Mandalay Bay Convention Center, Super Bowl 58. We're here all week long. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned, not just yeah. for the show, for our social media. Might have a really unique experience <laughs> later today. We're waiting on an email from someone. Oh, yeah. it so be fingers wild. Vegas, crossed. Baby. By the way, I'm a little distracted. I see Fox Sports Radio's Jonas Knox has a cup of coffee. I don't know where he got Can it. Can go from. tackle him? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is definitely a coffee shortage. Uh, <laughs> we'll get through it. Listen, you know. Soldiers. Hashtag <laughs> this is, this is warrior. warrior. Yeah, yeah, this is us. We're going to get through it, guys. Uh, you are welcome to weigh in on this, as always. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We're up on YouTube if you want to see what's going on in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We say good morning to our CBS Sports Radio affiliates who we love. We're obsessed with you. The free Odyssey app is easy to download. It's crystal clear. And Sirius XM channel 150. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Maggie, we are spoiled as sports fans. We are so spoiled. Patrick Mahomes, last week against the Ravens, the best defense in the NFL, in the first quarter, escapes three tackles, flips the ball out of nowhere, Travis Kelsey catches it. This is all-time stuff. And now people don't appreciate it. They don't. They get used to Patrick Mahomes, which is amazing to me. And they've somehow evolved into this villain. I don't get it. Wait, are you new around here? We always do this with the best of the best. But I'd like to say and like to think we reserve this for the best of the best, too. Yeah. Right? It's for only for the Michael Jordans and LeBrons and Steph Currys. And I don't know why I'm only naming basketball people right now. But they're the first ones that come to mind. And Tom, obviously. But... This is what we do. We watch, they amaze us yeah. with something, with their play and their skill, and then they do it again, and then they do it again, and now they've put themselves into this stratosphere that we're, we're now the baseline is excellence. Yeah. And then where can they go from there? And then we'll appreciate them in their last year or two. We'll really start to appreciate them and look at crazy high TV ratings. <laughs> sure. uh, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but I do think it can't be lost at, I, I don't want to forget how good Patrick Mahomes is and forget to appreciate him. And oh, I no, hope we people are. do. That. We're we're putting him in the goat conversation already. I, yeah. I think that's where that's the ultimate sign of appreciation when you know he's trailing Tom Brady right now by five full Super Bowls, and we're like, you know, I could see it. Yeah, <laughs> good point. It's a lot. It's a lot of praise. <laughs> we're asking you today, uh, poll question, question out there: Are the Chiefs closer to America's team? Or are they closer to the villains of the NFL? Let's go to Kevin. He's in San Antonio. Good morning, Kevin. How are you hey good morning um yeah uh, good morning um people um you know i just finished working out and stuff about to eat breakfast i heard this this question about about the villain or the or or america's America team. team yeah and i think i i think i think the kansas city chiefs i don't hate them i don't hate both teams but Kansas City has got a their role model. They doing good. Patrick Mahomes is good. He's the next thing, the best thing in this generation to to Tom Brady. Yep. And 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 he's next thing to Tom Brady and also Joe Montana because Joe Montana, I, I'm old school. Now Joe Montana, man, he, he four quarters is 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 his place. And yeah. he, he, he always win, and if the team could be beaten by beaten by twenty points, he Joe Montana the rice. That's it. I know, and Kevin, it's interesting because, and thank you so much for the phone call. We, this is where and we we have not talked a lot about the Forty ers mm. aspect of the America's team versus the villain. This is where I thought the Brock Purdy is amazing as his story is, as easy as a guy is he is to root for. Mm-hmm. The Joe Montana comparisons that he was getting, I thought that was 
doing him a disservice. Mm. Yes, he had the comebacks both against Green Bay and against the Lions, but you start we, we put Patrick Mahomes in an upper echelon. Okay, that makes sense. You start saying Brock Purdy is like Joe Montana, you are setting this guy up for a potential big fall. We've got to see what he can do in a Super Bowl before you even get close to comparing him to any one of the ilk of Joe Montana. Yeah, I think but Purdy does not get that underdog treatment because I think the national perception of fans, not the media necessarily, is that he has a cheat code, that he is getting elevated by the weapons around him. And I think people have a problem with that. I personally don't Well, him see getting it that an way. MVP nod when he's got so many weapons, I think, is what bothered yeah, some people but, like me. But generally, though, I don't think it's just the MVP thing. I think generally people think, oh, he's lucky to be there and he shouldn't be there. Uh, where it's, so it doesn't have the full Kurt Warner underdog effect. I don't, I don't, I don't see a Brock Purdy movie in the offing. He really? just, uh, yeah, no, I don't think people. Well, first of all, he was a big star in college, so it's, That's, like, yeah. it's totally different. No, I mean, what would the Brock Purdy movie be, Mister Irrelevant? I mean, you call the movie Mister I mean, Irrelevant. This is we got the title already baked in. Right. I don't even he, know. If I was a call he was a Heisman favorite as a junior. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like there's going to be this great backstory where he came out of nowhere. Listen, Tom Brady went to Michigan. We act like he, he was from start, Southwest East Montana State. He lost his starting job in college and became the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. That's something. Okay, but so did Jalen Hurts. I mean, this happens sometimes. You, yeah, we I know. see this. Well, okay. First of all, Jalen Hurts hasn't quite done what Tom Brady did. No, I'm just saying. And Tom Brady went in the sixth round, but he at least he lost his job. Brock Purdy never even lost his job. But he needs way more adversity. I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah. What more can we put in Brock I mean, Purdy's it, path to make the story a little better? Mr. Irrelevant is a good title for a movie. I will give you that. <laughs> uh, that could be like Is that like an anti-Marvel movie? It's like yeah. Mr. You know, that's like the anti-superhero, Mr. Irrelevant. It feels like a movie about a sad sack who can't get a date, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> but Average I, Joe. Brock Purdy movie what, what's the plot going to be well oh, we'll you see know what happens what? in the game you know what sports movies don't have to be that complicated to be good the big arc is he got a new offensive coordinator as a senior and his numbers went down and he fell in the draft oh my god that's so exciting listen we made Moneyball into a movie not us <laughs> that got not didn't it win an oscar uh, it was about analytics let's go to the phones again brett is in arizona good morning brett good morning everybody back there in new york that's carlos manning yeah. And we got Bob. Yeah. We got Bobby and JT here with us in Vegas. Oh, that's right. You're in Vegas. I forgot all about that. So you're right by me. I'm a hundred miles away. <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna let you guys know that anytime you start throwing away that America's team tag, you automatically make that team the villain because there are mm. 31 other teams out there, and all those fans are angry about that. <laughs> One of the reasons that I hate the Cowboys so much. Because I hate that phrase, America's mm. team. All right. They're not my team, and I live in America. That's all I got to say. <laughs> they don't represent you, Brett. I love it. Thank you so much for the phone call. It's a great point. You yeah. label somebody America's team, instantly you're going to get some backlash, uh, just yeah, like I, the Cowboys do. I totally get that. And listen, I, as an Eagles fan, obviously I hated the Cowboys my whole life. Did you, as a Bills fan, did you have that animosity around? Yes. For the Cowboys, though. <laughs> Yes, they but lost then, two oh, Super yeah. Bowls but to the were, Cowboys. They lost Super Bowls to everybody. They were thank an equal you. opportunity loser. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. I would think the Patriots would cause more of a, tr a problem because of the divisional thing for the Bills. Yes, the Patriots has caused more, you know, like repeated, I'm not trying to use this yeah. word flippantly, trauma, yeah. whereas the Super Bowls were really just like a couple gut punches, kicks to the face. Those were only just games. The Patriots shadowed over Bills, Jets, Dolphins fans' yeah. lives for, well, most of my childhood into my adulthood. Right. 
I saw an interview with Mahomes yesterday. Jeff Dar- Darlington of ESPN said, I th- he said basically a lot of people don't like the Chiefs now because they're blocking other teams from the Super Bowl. That's sort of one of their villainous axes. They're not giving other people a chance. Oh, like we like parody. Yeah, he called him a blocker. <laughs> in so many <laughs> Did he words. put another word in front of that? No, he, yeah, he, he basically said that. Yeah, I think he used the word you're blocking other people from success, and now people are starting to resent that. So is hmm. that could be a thing, too. Like, I mean, as a Bills fan, maybe you don't like the Chiefs because they're not letting Josh Allen go to the Super Bowl. No, this is I respect this the most out of them. I yeah. mean, they find a way to beat and they find a way to beat the Bills. Listen, the the Bengals got them once. They find ways to to beat the Ravens. That's the part that I respect. That's not the part I resent. You you go through the AFC like that, you've got nothing but my respect. Yeah, but I think a lot of fans as I caller just said, resent the America's team, resent the team. It's that's a reality. It's there. You can but go I, vote. Uh, sorry, yeah. at on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl uh, Chiefs, America's team or villain of the NFL. I just think it's such a stretch. I think people are making up reasons to dislike this Chiefs team, especially Patrick Mahomes. No, I, I don't understand. This is a visceral thing. This yeah, is something yeah. you don't overthink. It's just how do you feel about this team? And I think some people, it's oh, I love them, and others, it's like ugh. I just think anything Patrick Mahomes can do no wrong to me. I'm sorry. I, I'm one of those Patrick Mahomes fans and as you know any athlete who's ever shaken my hand and said nice to meet you <laughs> i'm fans for life but patrick Mahomes, can be what, purchased what is the downside i mean it literally like okay. you really have to forget kelsey and taylor swift say what you want maybe he's a little obnoxious a little cocky but not there's nothing there's so many more dislikable players in the nfl it's crazy oh, of course um well i'm actually surprised that we've gone this far into the show and perloff has not name dropped all the celebrities that he saw when he was sitting courtside at the Knicks-Lakers game on Saturday night. But luckily, Andrew Bogish is here to save us from that for mm-hmm. a couple more minutes. Good morning, Bogish. Guys, good morning. Uh, all the headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. Jerry Jones can't win playoff games, and he can't win the right to host the 2026 Men's World Cup finale. Jerry's World and SoFi in L.A. losing out to glorious MetLife Stadium in New Jersey <laughs> oh, no. for reasons completely unknown. Maybe FIFA is a Sopranos fan and wanted <laughs> to honor the 20th anniversary of the show by putting the world's biggest game in Tony's backyard, even though that backyard is a drab, swamp-filled area and a terrible, <laughs> terrible stadium. Wait, but Bogus, if we hmm. know anything about FIFA, th- this was obviously the whoever made this decision just had the biggest duffel bag full of cash, uh, right? Yeah, there's a waste management money drop off <laughs> for those in FIFA. Yeah, you might be want to be careful who they uh, who you take money from, but if anyone knows that, it'd be FIFA. And again, I all the stadiums had weird problems here with like logistics and surface and size of for, you know they they had them all rearrange seats and stuff to fit in the actual size of the soccer pitch but I don't understand how you still settle on that terrible (laughs) terrible location okay I understand it's a it's a bad stadium and it's in New Jersey but it's still New York is basically the capital of America we're talking it's not like it's Uh, uh, taking over the Portland Timbers stadium no but nobody how many ACLs have been ripped up on that turf I mean they're they're bringing grass yeah they'll have to bring in grass can't they just leave it there (laughs) so (laughs) the other teams can play on this is a huge topic they won't do it because they want Taylor Swift concerts they won't leave the grass uh, because a lot of people have been saying that they use it as a music venue but I can't believe oh yeah I understand this but were we really surprised New York got the no. LA has been getting everything though. Yeah. They got the new Super Bowl, and then they got also uh, the Olympics coming. It felt like 
everything was going towards SoFi yeah. Stadium. And that stadium is so gorgeous, so new. Yeah. It's crazy that that big toaster oven somehow <laughs> is going to be hosting the final. And I think yeah. it's terrible for the people who like us who are in the area because you want to see multiple games now. You only got one, and it's the hottest ticket. So, so you're saying luck. it's going to be hard to get it too? Yeah, good luck. Like, I mean, I'll probably be front row, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Does Dr. Rock have a... Uh, money bags pro law. Is he I also a, treating half of the uh, French team? Or I live in Brooklyn. I have a lot of neighbors who are deeply connected into soccer. I honestly, I'll probably... Oh. I get invited to soccer stuff all the time, and I'm like, they're like, hey, do you want to come watch this America team from, like, this suite? I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, what else we got? Well, I, one last thing. I under... Yeah. Like, it's New York, I get it, but it's also nearly impossible to get in and out of there. I mean, I don't go to a giant to Giants games because I don't want to spend 36 hours commuting <laughs> back and forth from Long Island to the stadium. So that that day will be hellacious times 10, getting people from Manhattan and wherever else into that place. It's going to be a disaster. At least Dallas, you can get there. On the no, SoFi is, SoFi is a disaster. Yes. It's SoFi, you can't get back and forth. You Listen, have to Uber. We're talking traffic now. We're yeah, talking, yeah. you're speaking for But that's ridiculous. Here we go. Let's talk traffic and weather. Bogus, that's a ridiculous reason not to put the World Cup final because Logistics? Is bad. <laughs> Logistics should be <laughs> high on the list. Traffic's murder. Yeah. But you got to leave World on Cup, Thursday for a Sunday World <laughs> Cup finale. It's going to be the same logistics as a Jets-Bills game. It's, no, there are only 80,000 people Hold in the stadium. How is it worse? Can we just say, I don't think there's any more logistical nightmare than host it in Qatar. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I'm sorry, Qatar. Yeah, I don't know what the traffic's like in Qatar, but getting to the Middle East, I think, was probably tougher. Well, uh, that was probably Qatar's number one argument is we have a great highway here. There's Seven <laughs> lanes. Yeah, yeah. You can obviously get <laughs> gas is cheap. So it's a lot giving the gas there. away. <laughs> Uh, Don't ask about anything else, though. That will get you thrown in prison for the rest of your life. Uh, Now to our football. New Commanders head coach Dan Quinn has his coordinators, apparently. Joe Witt Jr. following him from Dallas to run the D. And Cliff Kingsbury will be in charge of the offense. Kingsbury was almost the Raiders' O.C., but those talks broke down Saturday. Steve Belichick is reportedly becoming the Washington Huskies' D.C., reuniting with Jed Fish, who was a Patriots assistant back in 2020. And back in Foxborough, the Pat, uh, the Patriots, that is, reportedly want to hire Ben McAdoo as assistant head coach to Gerard Mayo. McAdoo would also help O.C. Alex Van Pelt. Wow. As an O.C., McAdoo wasn't bad. Yeah. That's why he got the head coaching job and then ultimately failed spectacularly at it. But... My bigger thing is about Steve Belichick. Is there any chance that this guy's going to be a good coach? Probably low. Probably <laughs> low, honestly. I'm just saying, he's the son of a coach. So Kyle Shanahan. So, I mean, so is Brian, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Brian Callahan just got hired for the Tennessee Titans. Is it possible? Maybe he's good. I, I do, don't know. I do feel like we just assumed he was terrible because he's making those weird faces on the sidelines. He's got that stupid haircut. haircut. And yeah. the haircut. Yeah, the haircut didn't help either. I think it's mainly the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was the face. The faces, I was like, gosh, what are you trying to be, Gruden? What, you, what are you doing? You know how the NFL is all about um, – patronage and being a son like the fact that he's never been anything high before like anybody else with a schottenheimer or shanahan last name is a head coach by 29 or something i mean basically you could see by his career trajectory he's not that good (laughs) because if his last name is belichick and he can't be a defensive coordinator in an nfl team by except for the patriots by now something's wrong right i mean it's obvious 
I don't know. I think I just saw Don Shula's grandson just got hired. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I think the last name helps you. McVeigh. How do you think Sean McVeigh became the youngest coach ever? Yeah, his grandfather was. Yeah, just saying. His last name was McVeigh. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite is Zach Taylor married into it because he's Mike Sherman's son-in-law. <laughs> I know. I got, you gotta. You gotta. <laughs> Basically, marry in or be no, a kid. The best, or you have no chance in the NFL. The best marry in story in the NFL is Stan Kroenke. Yeah. I mean, you oh, got to yeah. marry a Walmart heiress. Mm. Yes. That's that's on the bucket list. <laughs> uh, Joel Embiid needs left knee surgery. A timetable for his return will be set after the procedure, but this is not short term. The Sixers four and ten without him so far this season. Wait, 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 Andrew. Mm. You're going to at least, you know, now that we're not in the same room, you're going to be accurate. What do you mean Joel Embiid needs surgery? I heard he needs a procedure. (laughs) (laughs) The Grammys anger Pearl, uh, and they kick the Clippers at Old Staples for almost two weeks. But Ty Lue's team just keeps chugging. You know, just having that mindset and that we're going to try to win every game. And um, I give the guys credit. They've been doing that. And we have a lot of talent and we have a lot of a lot of guys willing to sacrifice to do whatever it takes to win. The head coach speaking after yesterday's 103-95 win in Miami. Kawhi Leonard, 25 points and 11 boards. The Clippers now 5-1 and one on this 11-day trip, which ends tonight in Atlanta. They've also won 25 of their last 30 games. The Bucks are 1-3 under Doc Rivers, blowing a 19-point <laughs> lead in Utah last night, losing 123-108. And the Nuggets rallied for a 112-103 home win over the Blazers. Nikola Jokic, 29 points, 8 boards, 7 assists. And Wyndham Clark gets a rain-shortened win at Pebble Beach. The PG initially going to play the final round today after heavy rain and win yesterday, but that rain ain't stopping, so they won't even bother. Clark had a one-shot lead after Saturday's third round. Guys, back to you. Bogish, thank you so much. Uh, we've got so much more to do, including checking in on the 49ers, the latest, the Brock Purdy side of this whole Super Bowl. We get into that next. Don't move Maggie and Pearl off from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. We got more in just moments. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas, host of Super Bowl 58. I feel like we're kind of far from Sinatra's Vegas these days. <laughs> I wasn't oh. around for the for the rap pack, but with a couple of the people I saw walking in at 2.30 this morning, <laughs> they didn't have a real Sinatra kind of vibe. Maybe a different see, kind uh, of vibe. Dean Martin kind of. <laughs> no yeah, one in no. a suit. I mean, Were listen. they wearing clothes at all? I hear you, but it does feel like the ghost of Frank Sinatra and the ghost of Elvis Presley still still have a presence here in Vegas. There's a lot of Carrot Top walking around, too. <laughs> hey, He's we, at our hotel. Yeah, Carrot Top Blue Man Group, which yeah. we think our boss actually might be trying out for later. <laughs> so it'd be a, quite a career twist for him. Um, spoiler alert, we did bring our Elvis costumes. Oh, jeez. We'll We're have not, to get into that later. Uh, I'm not doing it. Was, I'm out. What do you mean you're out? I, you can't be out. There's a problem. It is way too revealing down below. <laughs> That's a you problem. We're that, in Vegas. I know we're we're in Vegas. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to have to have some sort of like uh, like spatting what they do with shoes when they wrap them around. <laughs> like I tell you, there's <laughs> like nothing. Tom left. Brady's cleats. Oh my god. Yes. I mean, I don't know what to do. I, I can't wear this thing in public. Okay. I just saw a woman walk into the casino wearing these pants that were just jewels on the pants, and that's it. No other real material. This kind of thing just goes around here, man. Are you ready to have people come up to you and say, wow, I didn't know Elvis was circumcised? Because that's the <laughs> oh level of God. detail we're talking about here. Holy this thing, moly. This thing, 
This costume is screwed up, Maggie. <laughs> Why did you get such a small size? Well, no, the whole thing fits except well. Oh, look at I, you. I got a large. <laughs> dirt I got a large. Shoulder. <laughs> the got, shoulders and the waist is fine. I just, I'm, I'm massive. No, the, for some reason, the top half is kind of loose, and the bottom half, <laughs> it only comes up to about, like, right above my ankles. The are whole you, thing is messed up. Are you going to get recruited to, like, go to be in some variety show or something? Like, <laughs> Dirk Diggler? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not saying, what I said, the costume is a large. That's all I'm saying got is it. large, okay? Sure, sure. Um, Mine fits great. Did you try it on? I did. It's also ridiculous. It's the cheapest Elvis costume of all time. There are like real Elvis impersonators <laughs> walking the streets here. You have to bring your Elvis game in Vegas. You can't just be some knockoff Elvis. Okay, Perloff, when you and I both agreed yeah. to buy costumes that cost $35.99, I think we knew what we were getting into. I know. There was an $80 one on Amazon. I'm like, <laughs> I don't Too know. Too rich. They, you know, the picture looks the same. I know. Well, we're going to have some fun stuff planned for our Elvis costumes. Hopefully a fun experience we're going to have later today that we'll be able to tell you about some very quintessentially Vegas stuff. Uh, I mentioned San Francisco. A little disagreement here on the show. You guys think, and EJ and, and Perloff, you guys both seem to be of the opinion that Kansas City really is the headliner here and that the 49ers are sort of the other team yeah. in this Super Bowl. I'm going to disagree. I mean, you have Mahomes, you've got Kelsey, you've got Taylor Swift. We realize the star power. But I don't think – I think you're underestimating the Brock Purdy aspect of this and the 49ers knocking on the door, knocking on the door, yeah. losing in some ways in, some, in I don't want to say spectacular fashion – you know, uh, we've we've seen worse, but Kyle Shanahan going back to the Falcons days, blowing twenty eight to three. They blew a lead to the Chiefs in Super Bowl fifty four. There's a lot here with the 49ers. I think you guys are underestimating. Yeah, I don't think that they blew a lead in fifty four and they lost the Rams. They really should have won that game. And the but, NFC Championship. But they game. feel different yeah. than the Chiefs. Like I don't think anyone expected them that year that they lost to the Rams in the NFC title game. I don't think anyone expected them to be there. They weren't even close last year because. Uh, Brock Purdy got hurt in the NFC title game. Yes, they're technically knocking on the door, but I, I disagree with you on the Brock Purdy effect because he's not really – he is the star of the team and he isn't the star of the team simultaneously. Yeah. You can't help you, – you, there's not a focal point because there's Christian McCaffrey and there's Kittle and there's Debo. There's so many different stars. I don't see people rallying around Brock Purdy. I think the other thing, too, about the Niners that's different is outside of Kyle Shanahan, is there anybody on that team that needs a Super Bowl for their legacy? Oh, Brock. He's 20, in 23, year. 24 years old. He's <laughs> nope. a young he's a young he's a young quarterback. Okay, but he wins the Super Bowl. People like me who have been, who have said, "Listen, he's not the real MVP. That's McCaffrey." All of the the I get accused of being yeah. a Brock hater. I mean, if he wins, not only, you know, does his story take on a totally different trajectory, I personally will have to wear the Brock Purdy for MVP T-shirt that Eric and Portland sent us for a month. Ooh. This, this is a lot for me. That's a, yeah, that's a you problem. We still haven't <laughs> figured out, do I get to wash this T-shirt? Does it have to be directly against my skin at all times? Can I wear something under it? Yeah, that is a, it's a nice-looking T-shirt, but a month is a long time. But this is probably the first of four Super Bowls for Brock Purdy. I mean, nah, people say that. We're going to talk to Dan Marino later this week. We're scheduled to appear. I mean, talk yeah, to Dan Sha about it. I mean, Shanahan's now eight and three in the playoffs. I I do not see a scenario where Brock Purdy does not have a bunch of bites of the apple of this. And it just feels like if you are the team that is facing the quote unquote would be dynasty, you need a uh, somebody who's either going to be this lovable underdog, which for some reason Brock isn't, because again half of America thinks he he should not be in the NFL, 
or you need to be, say, okay, we want to see this guy finally get the ring. Right. This is going to take them to that next level. He's been waiting for so long. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe Kyle Shanahan fits that mold, but I just feel like everyone knows Trent Williams is going to Hall of Fame. Everybody knows, yep. you know, Chris McCaffrey is going to Hall of Fame. Like, those guys, they don't, like, a Super Bowl does nothing for their legacy other than they can say they're a Super Bowl champion. I think that hurts them a little bit. It's to being a side story. I also think the Niners are bullies. You know, they are, they are easily, of these two teams, they are the bully team. Debo is the biggest offensive bully in the entire NFL. And the defense, when it was at its peak a couple years ago, they were closer to the Ravens. They were ferocious. You don't really, you can't embrace the bully. I mean, what are they? The Chiefs are the cute little Chiefs. I don't know. I think people did embrace, I mean, the Ravens' defense is just respecting them. I think the Giants' defense with Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, I think all these all-time defenses, I think people do, they, they... they have to respect them because they watch, you know, how ferociously they play. They respect them, but they don't uh, root for them. I think people root for offense when it's a not your team. I don't think anyone rooted for the Ravens. The Ravens were not a popular team outside of Baltimore, were they? I mean, I, I don't know, like that Ray Lewis team. Because yeah, they never, I, ever scored. Well, they were infamous. Well, Ray was for a lot of reasons. Right. Uh, back to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Let's hit Connor, who's in California. We're asking, are the Chiefs closer to America's team? Are they closer to being the villains of the NFL? Good morning, Connor. How are you? Hey, how are you? Did you guys get your coffee yet? No. So, no. We've got these oh. cans of cold coffee. You know, it's okay. It's still coffee, though. Yeah, that's true. We probably shouldn't complain. What's on your mind, pal? Um, so, you know what? You seem like a big Brock Purdy uh, uh, person. You seem like a person who likes Brock Purdy. It's funny that you say that people are saying you don't like Brock Purdy. But... I had a question for you. What are your thoughts on like uh, my fellow fan bases? I mean, I absolved myself. I, I, I think he's a great quarterback. What are your thoughts on the criticism on him? On Brock? Yeah. Yeah. Connor, thank you for the call. Great question. I mean, I think you're... you're Brock's a baller. <laughs> you are anti anyone who has a negative thing to say about Brock. He leads the league in yards per attempt. I think people are calling him a game manager. Like, it doesn't make... The, the coverage of Brock, and I think it's mostly draft bias because when a guy gets drafted somewhere, everyone doesn't believe that he's really a different player than his draft spot. I think that's the key thing that's pushing the anti-Brock narrative. Look at the stats. I mean, the guy's got huge numbers, and I understand he has great receivers. I do totally understand that. He's actually been a little bit disappointing in this playoffs because he was better, except for the Ravens game, he was better for the last five games of the season. He was awesome, and I think that's why they're favored because I think people think he could get back to that. If he plays his a game watch out yeah I, I for me i listen brock Purdy's a great story he's a really good quarterback i just thought putting him in the mvp conversation that sounded a little ludicrous to me i mean you do have to take into account the weapons you do have to take into account you know you're really gonna tell me that he's doing the same stuff out there as lamar jackson i know it didn't end well for the ravens but we're all football fans we're watching how much is the quarterback responsible for in baltimore and how much in san francisco but you gotta hand it to him two big comebacks in the playoffs and here they are uh okay lots more to do on super bowl maggie and perloff live from the mandalay bay convention center don't move we've got more next T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.